Walking my way downtown, walking by downtown, and I'm walking. And I need you. And I need you. And now I wonder I could fall into the sky. Do you think time could pass me by? Oh, and you know I walk a thousand miles of Hey, what's up, you guys? I am. Oh, maybe I should start the show. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. I am sans grog today. Um, I was so normally we record sometime on the weekend before we release the show on Mondays, but um, I was in Chattanooga starting on Thursday until Sunday, and I was exhausted when I came home, and I did not want to record, and I had told Greg this ahead of time. Anyway, so then I texted him yesterday. I was like, when are we going to record? And he was like, I'm really busy. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do something on my own. So that's what I'm doing. And I am going to do a better job than Greg when he's by himself because I am inherently better than Greg. That's not true. Greg is better in many ways. I feel he's very professional and is good about structuring the show and his thoughts in a more linear, organized way where sometimes I go off on little tangents and then have to find the thread back to what I was talking about. Uh, so I, you know, pluses and minuses. I was sitting on my couch this morning trying to figure out what I'm going to talk about today. And I'm still not totally sure. I, um, it's hard because things are going pretty well. You know, I don't have, you know, something lately that I need to get off my chest. Uh, I feel like I have things that come up, but I process them. I'm processing them in a way that is helpful and moves me forward. And then I uh, am proud of myself for doing something like that. So this is a teensy example, but uh, so I drove to Chattanooga and then obviously back, it was nine hours and 50 minutes. It was for some reason, the ride back was a lot easier. The ride there, I was like going insane. I think because there was traffic both ways. So speaking of unprofessional before, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Delicious. <laughs> uh, and on the way back, I had to sort of go around some traffic and I went through these small towns in West Virginia. And it was really beautiful and interesting. But um, on the corner... And way down a road, there were all of these protesters uh, for abortion rights. And, you know, it was a bummer to see. Be not, not because I disagree with their sort of points of view or like how they represent themselves. Just a bummer because they had kids out there holding signs. And I felt that, that, 
I don't know if that's the right you know it's it's real easy to be black or white when you're a kid you know stealing is wrong never ever steal and then you know I stole a loaf of bread for my my sister's child was close to death and we were starving and it's like oh okay <laughs> that makes sense See, this is what I'm talking about where I'm not as professional. And I haven't had all the coffee yet, so I'm still working on my brain. But it's a lot easier for little kids to think black and white issues, uh, you, you know, toggle switch of what is right and what is wrong. When, you know, there's a lot of subtleties and uh, issues and things that go into the opinion of whether abortion is right or not. And anyway, so we all know this, right? I, mean, I hope everyone, I hope people that are listening know that, you know, uh, if you believe that abortion is wrong, I mean, Godspeed, do your thing, but don't ever have an abortion, you know? And then if you don't ever stop anybody from doing that, you know, that's the, that's the thing that sucks is that there's so much like, I guess it's hubris of, I, because I was I was just talking about this with uh, someone I met last night. He's really nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was telling him that I feel like what I think and the decisions that I make are the best decisions. And then my, I have opinions on what other people should do. But I also don't feel like that matters. You know, like you can have a really strong opinion about something, but then also be like, well, fuck my opinion. Like, who gives a shit? Like, they do whatever they're doing. I'm going to do whatever I do. Don't let your decisions affect my decisions because that's just rude and not a society, you know? And I feel like adults, I'm an adult. Why don't other adults sort of try to see a perspective outside of their own? And then to be standing on it, to to take the time to make a sign and indoctrinate your kids into that and then uh, shame people with into, they think they're doing the right thing. It's just like, ugh. Anyway, so point was that, you know, I went through this small range of emotions while I was sitting at this red light with these protesters um, with their signs. And I was angry and I was disappointed and I had the sort of instinct or urge to like flip them off which I thought was interesting and childish I guess uh and I went through that and found peace in you know they're just doing what they're doing and I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do which is drive past them. And that that kind of thinking and being able to not give in to that base anger and move through it, I think is a big win. Um, just as far as a society, we should all be we should all be better and try working on processing the things that we feel and not shaming ourselves for the things that we feel and accepting that this is 
you know, human behavior. This is reality. You are existing in a reality and we're all existing in our own reality. And, you know, be, be in your reality and let, let those people be in their reality. If they came up to my car and like banged on my window or something, you know what I mean? Then it's, it's oppressive and, and upsetting, but they were just, they were just existing, doing their thing. But I did think it was interesting that one of my instincts was to like, I was mad at them. I guess because I disagreed with them and it challenges me. And how dare you challenge me? And I think that that's what's something that is happening um, in the older generation uh, who was raised by the previous generation, who, you know, who was then raised by their previous who never learned or uh, uh, felt sort of inclined to, A, deal with their own emotions and therefore passed that inability onto their kids. And so there's so, and not everyone, obviously, but that's why I think sort of that boomer generation struggles so much with like emotional regulation. And I'm not saying like every Karen or every whatever the opposite of the male version of a Karen is, uh, Keith or Jeff or something. Uh, I'm not saying that every one of those people is a boomer, but it certainly seems like there are a lot of misregulated emotions within that generation. And it's really not even their fault. You know, it's the, it's their parents' fault and it's their parents' fault. And I think that, uh, the, uh, part of our, the millennial generation and then maybe into like Gen Z is a generation that their the trauma has been watered down enough where we're, we have the ability to say, yeah, we, we still got the, the trauma passed down to us and trauma. I mean, lowercase T trauma, you know, the hopefully within the realm of normal growing up as a child, nothing too intense. We don't need to go into that, but the, the issues that were passed down from our parents were watered down versions of the of the issues that their parents, you know, gave to them. And maybe the one above us just was not able to get through that as easily as we maybe are able to get through that. And then I'm going to pass down shit to my kids and then hope, but hopefully it'll be, you know, again, watered down enough that they will then, you know, have their own little things, but it'll be easier to deal with, you know, like so many, uh, older, like, boomer people won't have difficulty with their child coming to them and expressing difficult feelings or uh, things that challenge them without, you know, rejecting that uh, wholly or, you know, not being able to help with the their kids' difficult feelings because that boomer can't deal with their own difficult feelings which leaves the kid sort of alone or having to regulate their parent, you know? So it's just really interesting. And I hope that through talking about it and, and uh, in this sort of format where maybe 
you think about this too and you do it and it makes you feel like, oh, maybe we're all together on something and we can all sort of have a collective understanding of human behavior and therefore have a little bit of hope <laughs> in the future, you know, or it can be, you know what? I never thought about that. You know, why do I get so angry at X, Y, or Z? Maybe I should think about that and just wonder where it comes from or just sit with it and say, man, I'm really angry about that thing because anger is such an easy base emotion. And it's real easy to just, you know, defer to anger because it's sort of a cathartic. It's like sadness, right? It's cathartic. It's this like outward sort of almost sometimes uncontrollable sort of urge. Whereas the reasons when you once once you scratch the surface of anger or sadness, there's a lot in there, you know, about why did that make me so angry? Why does that make me so sad? Oh, it's because it makes me feel like abandoned or it makes me feel alone or it makes me feel challenged. And I never liked feeling challenged. Why not? Well, because of, you know, once we start thinking of those things, it just helps us understand where we come from. And then, I'm sorry, where we're coming from. And then it helps us understand maybe where other people are coming from. And I'm saying all this, and that's not saying that you're not, you're never allowed to feel emotions. You're never allowed to have extremes. You don't have to constantly, you know, like intellectualize everything you think or feel because feelings are just feelings. Sometimes they don't make sense. But if it's not working for you and you feel like you're running into the same things over and over, then maybe start starting to think about your feelings and therefore your behavior, I think is an important step to honestly just happiness. I, you know, with those protesters or whatever, I don't, I wouldn't have felt it might have been like a release to shout at them or flip them off or something. But I don't know if I would have felt good about it, especially that there were kids there. <laughs> you know? And it also just solidifies their position of look at where look at where our society has gone. We're killing babies and look at how angry everyone is. And we are, you know, peaceful and trying not to kill people and so it does solidify their position. So, yeah, don't give them that and find your own peace. Anyway, woo! I'm real therapy right now. I think because I'm trying to, I feel like I'm on a little bit of a precipice of like a shift. You know, I haven't had a relationship in a long time. And like I said, I, I just met someone last night and, you know, we're going to get to know each other. It's nothing like we're not like in love or something, but it's a whole different thing than, you know, not dating. It feels 
I mean, I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to go with the flair. Um, but, man, you can tell I'm uncomfortable talking. <laughs> this is where I have not processed a lot or, like, figured out what I need to do or what I really feel about it. I think I I want... I, I, what I, what I don't want to do is avoid because it's scary or makes me nervous or gives me some sort of anxiety or just, or maybe I feel like I just can't do it. Like, I don't want to avoid that because, you know, avoiding it is not healthy. And, uh, it's, it's something that I, I do want, but I just don't want to do it in the same ways that I've done it before, which is. I don't know, just just going, not thinking, moving through life without uh, taking pause and saying, you know, how do I feel about this? And honestly, in the past, I would, if I ever, I remember before I left Trav, um, you know, Greg would ask me, like, what do you want? And I'd be like, I don't know. I had no idea what I wanted. And that's because I had no real sense of self. And now that I've gained so much of that, I do have the ability to ask myself and answer, what do I want? How do I feel? What do I actually think? And so I've never done that in a relationship. So feels uh, like I got to do that. And I know I can do it but I got to do it. It feels a little intimidating, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, it's good. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to, it's a good thing to feel the resistance because if you, you know, I, I used to use this analogy when I taught English as a second language, um, they would complain that English is hard. I was like, yeah, Learning something new is hard, you know, and, and doing anything new is hard and gaining things. You've got to, you know, no pain, no gain. I would say, like, if I lifted up these two pencils and I was trying to build muscle, it's not going to happen. You got to do something, some resistance. You have to feel the difficulty in order to gain anything. And so I feel like I'm not saying that dating is difficult, but I just mean from a, a mental standpoint, and keeping my sort of keeping present is something that I need to be able to practice and do. And it feels like a little bit of a something. And so I got it. That makes me even more inclined to be like, oh, then I got to do it. Well, maybe that's enough. That was a pretty intense 19 minutes. <laughs> At least I felt like it was. That's a little real. No, I'm not going to start. I'm not going to double back and start thinking about what I said. I think it was fine. Um, anyway, gosh, you guys, I do want to say how much I appreciate you uh, and how important this all is to, I think, me and Greg. We, you know, we don't really pursue money <laughs> to do this. Uh, we really just are letting it go forever I guess and then if something came up where somebody wanted to give us money to do the show then we'll take it 
but neither of us want to like do the work to, I guess, promote it or get it out into a place where someone would help us monetize. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to like look into it. It feels difficult to sort of promote yourself. So I don't think either of us want to do that. We would need somebody else, like a third person to be just in charge of that. And then they could sell us, you know? I don't want to sell us. I want to keep the creative side creative and then have the business side be the business side. And I don't know how to do those things. So okay. uh, anyway, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for participating and listening. And um, yeah, thank you. We love you. Bye.